0: Hello, welcome to Mudhut. You can find me on Instagram at ashadc or on Twitter ashadc1. I hope you enjoy the programme today, it's another short one. Or maybe it's going to be a long one, who knows? (laughs) The songs used in today's episode may not be audible on depending on what platform you're listening to this episode on on anchor fm if you're continuously listening to it on an open page you will hear the tunes if you're listening to it on spotify it will link you up to the tunes as well if you're listening to it on the other platforms it may cut out due to copyright uh, the music that i'm using in today's episode is otterly by uh the twins from the album treasure Um, being boiled by the human league on the album from the album travelogue and the third song I used is not on the tip of my tongue what was the third song that I used I'll have to get back to that It's On Friday the 26th of July Sun in Leo, Moon in Taurus, Mercury in retrograde Cancer, Venus in Cancer, Mars in Leo, Jupiter in retrograde Sagittarius, Saturn in retrograde Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in retrograde Pisces, Pluto in retrograde Capricorn, Chiron in retrograde Aries, True Node in Cancer and True Lilith. In retrograde Pisces. Woo. So, I haven't done a podcast for the last few days. It's been very hot, um, very quickly. We've got a new Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. Uh, everyone is pretty much in a, a gloomy, doomy state of mind about it. And. Uh, Let's face it, we all understand why. But uh, the good thing about this, the timing of this, is that he's now become Prime Minister during a Mercury retrograde. He's now signing contracts during a Mercury retrograde. He's now negotiating terms during a Mercury retrograde. So, what it... (laughs) So that gives me a glimmer of hope into the, the the concept that a little bit him being Prime minister is a bit of a joke and um, i I do think still that he him and his party will try to cling on to the leadership for as long as they can maybe ten years if they at least if they could but uh, I would have thought they would have had an astrologer to to get him in on times where he will succeed. But I'm feeling now, knowing that, hmm, maybe there is some, a glimmer of hope in the timing and the astrology of his admittance into number 10. We can only see. course the third song i used is french film blood by british band wire this is from the album chairs missing and this album i do believe was released in 1978 all the songs i've chosen today um, are songs that I personally really, really love. Hey, and that's the great thing about having your own podcast. You can choose your own beautiful songs to share with my zero to one listeners out there. So I was watching Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which... I guess, did it start off as a YouTube channel? I'm not sure. But I was watching the Eddie Murphy one, which was, I think, on series six. And I was watching it with my friend, Robin. And we were talking about... We were talking all day about different, various things. And everything Mm. (laughs) that was discussed in the Eddie Murphy episode, we'd already talked about. That was really odd so um one of the things that he discussed was um the time that he met eddie murphy met sammy davis jr and um and he he spoke and i love i absolutely love it when when authentic actors and comedians are interviewed and it's quite rare for them to actually go out there and be interviewed and it takes somebody of similar caliber for them to really think you know what I will do this because you know where I'm at and I've known you for 40 years etc etc and so so Eddie Murphy was saying so I met Sammy Davis Jr and you know Sammy Davis Jr had that sort of bottom jaw kind of like Ambiguity, where he'd sort of lean over to the right or left, in a in a very juxtaposed position on the face, and he'd say it was a lot to do with the cocaine that he was taking. And then he said, Sammy Junior, Sammy Davis Jr. also said that he was a Satanist, which is what we were talking about like hours before. That Eddie Murphy was just talking very candidly about all of these experiences, as if like you know like it it was just like you know what doesn't everybody know this stuff but any but he barely does interviews probably because of that because people have um, press kind of um, what's it called when you when you're a famous person then you have to have be briefed by press so that you don't say the wrong thing and, and therefore balls up your whole career and you know i think there uh, I I think we were actually talking about the concept of Eddie Murphy not doing stand-up in 2019, you know, in today's times because, you know, I would imagine it being a different lifestyle for him now when he was making Delirious and um, those other stand-up performances back in the 80s, he had a very different life and very different, historical values and thoughts whereas you know 30 years fast forward into the future Eddie Murphy doesn't have those concepts anymore because it's all history to him he's talked about those things he's he's purged those things so and he's a much more comfortable position in life today so you know it, it's weird because then you could say well Dave Chappelle does funny things but yes he does do Observational comedy. But with Eddie Murphy, his observation comes from his inner circle, his family, his father, his mother, his his aunties, his uncles, you know, from um, and just those observations. But the thing is, he is ultimately funny, no matter what. I heard um, an interview with um, Kevin Hart, and he was saying, just on a social night out, and Eddie Murphy's there, he takes the floor, he is incredibly funny like no stand-up could come close to how funny he is and he doesn't understand why he doesn't take that on the stage but I kind of do I kind of understand astrologically that there's Scorpio Aries energy there and you know if he doesn't have to do it he won't and um, that's why I love astrology because it tells me more about a person as to why they behave in the way that they do. And um, a reason why I felt like I ought to just make a little segment about Eddie Murphy is, you know what, I'm watching this Aziz Ansari, Netflix, the latest Netflix thing that he's done. And of course, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, he was um, caught up in this controversy of having um, a, a sexual dalliance with a female that I, th- I think it was that some on internet dating or something like that and um well i don't think the date went down too well um they did have a little bit of sexy time together but um I, it wasn't as um satisfactory for for the lady and then she went public and said that you know um mm, she didn't feel comfortable about what occurred during their date and um and that's where it got into dicey hot spot because then of course Aziz Ansari's reputation completely went shit and uh he he hadn't really done anything for months and months and months and uh, in this stand up he had, he it's filmed by um Spike Jones um who's obviously clearly supporting him But um, at the very beginning, he kind of supports that. But then I'm watching, I'm halfway through it, and he's actually talking about lots of people who have, like R. Kelly, like Michael Jackson, and comparing them and asking the audience to clap if they think that, who's who's innocent, who do you think's uh, worthy of a, I don't know, He's, he's gauging the audience as to what they think, these characters or these people are innocent or not innocent <laughs> you know and um and it goes deeper than that and I just don't think that at the moment I'm really like watching it thinking really Ezzie's I know you're trying to make a point that people believe every anything but there are s- truths and substance to some of the allegations and obviously R. Kelly um is in prison right now and he's rightly so has been court and found out as is bill cosby and those people who have been taken through the judicial system and taken down but for him to mention michael jackson in the documentary and not really address it in the way it should be addressed and just put them file him up file him up with all those other people you know you know what michael jackson was never never um made a criminal um sent down for any of the uh, allegations that were set upon him uh and after his death these people are coming out and he's not here to defend himself yet he's still part very much of of the argument you know so anyway i'm waffling 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 um i, I might have to cut a load of this stuff out I suppose what I was trying to say about the As Is Ansari Netflix program, which I watched all the way through because I'd done that last segment after watching Eddie Murphy, Comedians in Cars, Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And I... Oh, there's somebody at the door. Or somebody hovering around the door. Oh no, it was somebody in a white top and they were just... So big that they actually looked like they were coming in the house. No, um, back to as is Ansari, and <laughs> it's one of those days. You know what? Um, Mercury retrograde is. We've got another week in it, and um, like things just come flying at you from out of nowhere at Mercury retrograde. You know, and you, and you're supposed to. You know, it's like somebody throwing a ball at you, and you're supposed to catch it, even though you weren't looking at that ball coming towards you like yesterday I was cycling around and I was cycling on my way home around the back streets which are usually very quiet and um, there is a road and it's not a road it's more of like um, a parking area for um, for the people who live on the estate and um, as I was cycling I was cycling sort of, um, not fast I never cycle fast and this, ca- I didn't hear a car I didn't hear it maybe it was because I was consumed with other noise I didn't have any headphones on and um it just like it was like one of these horrible 90s sort of 2000s cars you know like a tank sort of thing but I'm so surprised I didn't hear it but I wasn't going fast but I wasn't sure of the speed that other car was going at but I nearly collided with the car I hit my brakes really quickly um and as did the car driver and he sort of looked at me as if I was a stupid idiot and I suppose technically I was because it is a technically a road but it's a road that is not a road it's just a parking road so that made me question how fast was he going but because it was such a shock um you know I took the blame and was just like you know I should have stopped and looked left and looked right but yeah it's just kind of those sort of silly things where you you know it potentially could be disastrous but just take it easy do stop at lights, do stop at the top of the road? I'm mainly talking to myself, but I went on a massive tangent there. I always end up going around about with astrology. (laughs) Um, But the Aziz Ansari thing, um, I'm not sure whether he tied it up very well neatly. He sort of did a whole Indian guilt trip thing about the death or the the demise of his grandma and how she doesn't remember him and... um, I, you know, I don't know why I'm feeling negative about it. I'm, I think it's because I didn't. I, I'm, I'm not finding him as funny as his TV shows, and um, yeah, he. I think he's spending a lot of time trying to be Velvet Undergroundy, trying to be really cool, trying to be really cutting edge. Um, so there's a lot of bravado there that really probably he didn't need, and so that bugged me a little bit. Not that, that you know, he could he should be playing playing pale blue eyes if he wants to. You know, it's probably Spike Jones that's, that's put that on. Um, is he a Velvet Underground fan? I see. I can't, I'm so superficial. I obviously can't get past these points. Um, but but just sort of. Um, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad that he's, like, brushed all this stuff under the carpet because, you know, he was also... That's what it was. It's confusing, you see. He was talking about the um, Michael Jackson case... And then and then juxtaposing it against the R Kelly case and asking people in the audience who, you know oh is it okay for two people to come out and wait does it mean to say it's it's bad if it's a thousand people you know but he himself has also been under this magnifying glass with similar allegations so he's kind of talking about himself because nobody can disprove what had happened with this lady even though you know. It probably was a bad sexual experience for both of them, or for her at least. And it, you know, it leaves literally a bad taste in your mouth. So I don't know. I, I didn't find it funny, I guess. I think that's the synopsis about that. And, um, the re and I started talking about Eddie Murphy originally, um, because for me personally, he is like one of the greatest living comics alive alongside Dave Chappelle and, um, Kevin Hart and oh, and then obviously you know we've got all the British comics that I'm completely obsessed with Chris Morris and Steve Coogan you know they're my generation guys and Harry Enfield and you know um v- Vic and Bob you know obviously um so yeah uh I, I but I I do love my comedy so you know and I do like Aziz Ansari but I wanted him to be better song is being boiled by the human league and the lyrics are uh, always gripped me um since i first heard it probably it was a b-side i think when i first heard it i think i must have been about 12 i don't know It's, it's but it's like it's much older than that i think it was um, originally recorded in 78 um ha! oh my god i just Googled it and it says yes, thirtieth of June, nineteen seventy-eight. Just wisdom from the top of down there. But so I wanted to just uh, do the lyrics quickly. Um, listen to the voice of Buddha saying, "Stop your sericulture, little people like your offspring, bored alive for some god's stocking." Buddha's watching. Buddha's waiting. Just because the kid's an orphan is no excuse for thoughtless slaying. Children, don't forget this torture. Just because you call her mother doesn't mean that she's your better. But, you know, I do, I do love the way it's delivered. Um, it's um, about Buddhists believing in, um, you know, not killing any life form and sericulture, in case you didn't know, I mean, this is stuff that I really loved when I was a kid. I would, I, I would just be like, wow, what's sericulture? And um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's the, um, the process of making silk and using a silkworm and the, the concept that millions and thousands of um, silkworms die to make cloth and, and the concept of um, the, the Buddhist Dharma... Dharmic, karmic thought process is connected with that. So it's kind of deep. That was a very short episode today of Mud Hut. You've been listening to me, Ashadc. Put an on that, and you can find me on Instagram. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the tunes today. They do mean a lot to me, music, and um, those ones in particular were um, starting up a pretty strange vibration on the day today. Um, It feels like a very kind of um, edgy atmosphere. I wonder how the rest of the day will pan out. Well, we are still with a lot of cancer energy and a mercury retrograde, so... Take care out there, people. I love you very, very much.